Hello, welcome to the Monday, October 18th, 2021 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. With several working exploits being released for the recent Apache directory traversal vulnerabilities, no surprise that, well, they're actively being exploited. Guy posted a couple of detects from his honeypot that are going after these vulnerabilities. Remember, there are two distinct directory traversal vulnerabilities, one affecting Apache 2449, one for Apache 2450. Apache 2451 is the current fully patched version of Apache. If you're running anything older than 2449, don't panic, you're not vulnerable. Well, at least you're not vulnerable to these directory traversal vulnerabilities and attackers are certainly going for the remote code execution option here. Not a lot of victims possibly out there given the short amount of time that these uh, Apache versions were available. Also, the remote code execution does require enabling CGI bin. Interesting, they're not just going after Linux, they're also going after Windows, it looks like, with the attempts to load PowerShell using uh, this vulnerability. Some of the attacks, of course, are really just trying to figure out if you're vulnerable uh, by, for example, retrieving Etsy password. So in short, well, if you are vulnerable, probably too late at this point, you're already exploited, but probability of you are actually running the vulnerable version of Apache is very, very low. And Scott Fentley posted more of a policy kind of a diary dealing with non-removable storage and warranty repairs. In the old days, well, if you had to send in a device for warranty repair, you often were able to remove any tribes beforehand, or you could pay a little bit extra for your warranty in order to be allowed to keep the drive so uh, it's not actually has to be sent back in case even the drive fails this becomes less and less of an option in particular for portable devices like laptops which usually now have ssd drives that are hardwired meaning soldered uh, to the motherboard and can't easily be removed Scott is uh, going through a couple of sort of policy decisions they made in that respect uh, for their organization. Of course, in some cases, you may still be able to wipe the drive, but if the device itself is no longer operational, that may not be an option. My personal uh, solution for this is always uh, to deal with encrypted drives. That sort of minimizes the risk in case you have to send the drive back that at least the data is encrypted. But Scott is also looking for feedback, what other organizations have done uh, in cases where you have a device with a non-removable drive fail. NFT, non-fungible tokens, the latest uh, trick to play with uh, blockchains, uh, certainly gaining a lot of attention, but of course is not really well understood what it actually is or what it does or how to get one. So what better way to trick a user into opening a malicious file than gifting them an NFT? Checkpoint ran across NFTs that were gifted uh, to victims uh, using airdrop and once the victim clicked on the malicious nft pop-ups redirected them uh, to the open sea uh, nft market and essentially stole users uh, cryptocurrency 
From a usability point of view, one of the issues here is that OpenSea, this uh, NFT market, often does uh, use uh, these pop-ups, and it's not really always that clear to the user as to uh, what they're really agreeing to, and that's uh, kind of what is then being used uh, to steal a cryptocurrency from the victim. The rise of uh, ransomware has somewhat uh, gone along with a rise in the value and uh, really awareness of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Now, uh, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, which is a department of the U.S. Treasury, has put a number as to how many Bitcoin transactions or the value of the Bitcoin transactions linked to ransomware. And they're saying it's about 5.2 billion U.S. dollars worth of bitcoins that were transacted in order to pay off a ransomware. This number is probably reasonably good, of course, always uh, hard uh, to verify, but the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network was in particular created to help victims recover some of the losses uh, that ever occurred due to financial crimes. Also, for example, uh, business email compromise and the like. So they should have a pretty good insight into what amount of uh, bitcoins or, or money is being paid for various financial Rhymes. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.